Hey guys, Drummond here. Just want to let you guys know that we do have a YouTube channel up right now. And if you guys would like to see that, go ahead and type in drum, the symbol, and drummer, and you guys can see our beautiful faces there. And we are putting up extra content. It's more of like the uncut version of the podcast. However, if you do like the more polished, censored version of this podcast, go ahead and keep listening. The episode will come up right now. We're Hi, good. guys. I'm Maddie Matheson, and welcome to the fucking drum and drum. <laughs> <laughs> we're making chicken fingers. chicken fingers. <laughs> I have my best friend ring. <laughs> Camera two, fuck you. <laughs> oh, shouty touty to Maddie Matheson. I love that guy. If you guys have never seen any of his YouTube videos, he's a cook that's just hilarious and makes delicious food. It's like the best way to describe what goes on in my head. Yes. Like in person. Like my thoughts and like just how everywhere it is. It's exactly how the show is. JP sent sent him to me and was like, "Bro, you gotta watch this." And so I, the first video I watched immediately, the second he started talking, I was like, "This is Dalton, like this is Dalton." If like his inner voice just had an oh. outer voice, which sometimes it does. Yeah, no, sometimes it does. But honestly, guys, uh, first of all, uh, before we start the podcast and go through everything, um, thank you for all the love on TikTok again. Yes, absolutely. Um, I know we did it again. I don't know how we do it, <laughs> but you know, we worked it. And um, thank you everyone for the love uh, to what we hope to be soon, um, our 10,000 10, followers friends, on TikTok. Friends, friends on TikTok. Oh, friends, yeah. Fraternity, fraternity sisters. Our fraternity <laughs> sisters and brothers. <laughs> if you are new here, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. As you see, he's drum and I'm drummer. And uh, and if this is your first time hearing this, this intro, first get time. ready. Here it's, we go. I look forward to it every week. It David? just it turns up. Turn it up. David. Turn up. Roll it. Go. I'm drum. I'm drummer. All right, welcome back, everybody. Week 68. Oh, week 68, guys. That's wicked, wicked five plus five, 10 times six, 60 plus five, 65 plus three, 68. What's up? Welcome. I just did multiplication and addition at the same time. And as always, we're your hosts. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. And this is a podcast about brotherhood and the three S's in life storytelling supernatural and self-improvement welcome you guys and if this is your first time here uh this is my brother dalton we are siblings and this is our uh best friend and this is my brother matthew he forgot to introduce himself but i'm i'm matthew this is dalton and that's david we're siblings this is our producer david this is d-rod likes a party this is drummer this is drum and and this is a podcast just kind of mass chaos three s's supernatural we we went through it they they get the point (laughs) they they, they get the point uh but oh man dude dalton what's going on man how's uh how's your week going so, I have had a good week. Um, very busy, but productive at its finest. Um, I started a new system on uh, making like a certain like to do list every day. I was just explaining to David. Yeah, is that a is that just a to do list, or are you scheduling out every minute of your day? So, um, I have like I just have a hard time focusing on things. So. I, I know there's a, a certain amount of things that I have to get done every day. Studying, have to do it. Uh, homework, have to do it. Um, watch Naruto, have to do it. Amen. Um, and there's the, so the list builds up. Um, so with with the list, I was like, you know what? Like I can make this a list, and I can also make it like 
a little bit like of a self-improvement thing, like working on a certain mindset that I've been going for and finding things that I don't like about myself that I would think about and forget for the rest of the day. But if I can write it down and visibly see it, I can work on it. So I have my to-do list and then under my to-do list, I have three negatives of the day and three positives of the day because I do believe that we can't just focus on the positive all the time. There are negatives and we do have to acknowledge those things, right? So what? That sounds familiar. Sounds like something that you might do every week already, maybe. Like meditation? I don't know. What if you replace those positives with with the word stoke? And you replace those negatives with the word squaring up. Squaring up. Okay. Okay. So you you guys tricked me, huh? We tricked you into it. <laughs> you guys tricked me into self-improvement. What's your, what's your uh, the guy that you found the journal from? What's his name? I don't fucking know. I found, he was on TikTok. He just does a bunch of ADHD videos. Well, if you rearrange that guy's name, I mean, it, would, it would come out as David and Matt. Wow. You think you have your own personality? Nah, it's just me. <laughs> I made you. Um, so I've been doing that. And then uh, at the end of the day, I write, uh, I have like a thing that says, what was on your mind today? And usually I write at the end of the day because if something sticks with me throughout the whole day, there's a reason. So I write about it and kind of figure out what's going on there. Um, so that's been really fun. I still, I only journal once a month, but this is kind of a better way to kind of keep me updated on myself, like internally. So um yeah, it's been going pretty well. I get, I'm getting a lot done. It's it's really working. Um, and I, I don't like seeing boxes unchecked, so it gets it gets me to do uh, it real quick. The satisfaction of just checking off a box or Dude, like crossing something out. It's so best. real. It's so real. And I started this Python program. Nice. Um, I shouldn't because I already have a lot enough stuff going on, but it's worth it. Um, so I'm going for some Python certs after this after I'm done with my my school. And I'm pretty excited for that. So a lot of good stuff coming my way, man. I'm oh, excited. Yeah. What about you, Matt? How was your How was your week? My week, uh, it's been good. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, the truth. No, uh, last week was my I think the highest week I've had sales wise. So that was kind of cool. Nice. Um, yeah, just a good week. Um, nothing too crazy. Just kind of ordinary, mundane, day in day out stuff. You were pretty busy though. I'm very busy. Yeah, when Matthew's busy, he doesn't talk to me at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just kind of realized, like, oh, I have to, I just be, I have to be okay with that today. What is? What do you mean? Doesn't talk to you at all? Like he just doesn't talk to me at all, um, in like the nicest way. Like I know he's busy, but like I'll try and have a conversation with him, but I get pissed off because he doesn't know how to like multitask. So if he's like writing something, he makes me wait by the doorway, <laughs> and I, I don't like waiting. I don't make you do anything. The other day before he left for work, I was sitting down at my computer, and I was, like, typing stuff up, and then all of a sudden I feel somebody, like, a presence <laughs> standing at my doorway, and I turn around, and it's Dalton, and he, like, has some story for me, and I'm sitting there, and I feel bad because, like, the reason why I make you wait is because if I stop and I try to listen to what you're saying, I'm not thinking about anything that you're saying. So I'd rather just finish what I was doing really quick so I can give you my full undivided attention. As opposed to like giving you the attention you want immediately and then having me not remember the interaction at all because I'm thinking about what I got to get done. And as an adult, I would like to recognize that and be like, I understand, but that's not going to happen. But so you're his so. brother, so you can't. Yeah, you can't, I can't do that. I can't understand that. Can't do that. I need I need a full 100% attention at all times. You know, no matter what. If I'm in the other room, I still contact him. Answer, bitch. Is that why you're doing a podcast? Because they can't, they can't look away. Can't yeah, you don't know that he they're has, looking away. He has to talk to me. <laughs> this is the reason why we have the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Dalton, what's this egg car? 
Acar. I'm just going to assume you wrote that. Acar. No, that's me. That's me. Okay. Oh, I thought we were talking about the carton of eggs I spilled at the grocery store. He did do that. We'll start with that oh story, Oh, my though. God. I have a story. Go. Oh, my. This made me look so fucking stupid. So, like, I'm like, I, on my on my to-do list, I had, let's go to the grocery store. I need to pick up these things. I also need to go to Target, pick up some, like, my another hair product. And I got it. I hope you like it. It's a little different. Uh, me and Matthew share hair products. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, I went, got all my stuff. And uh, I had to go to Target first. Um, so, I drove, parked. Was at that was there by like eight thirty in the morning, and I'm walking to the store and there's a line, like outside Target. So I'm like, okay, like, um, I know in other areas they have lines and they make the you know, uh, what do they call them? Um, uh, first 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 responders. Yeah, they have first responders. They can go in the morning and go shopping. So that's what I thought was happening. I know they do it at Costco, so I figured they would do it at Target. So I went, I was like, I've never seen it here before. And I've been here early before. So I was like, whatever. So I went and stood in line and I was behind this other girl with her daughter. Her daughter was super cute, by the way. She was staring me down the whole time and she had like her little mask on. <laughs> it's adorable. Um, and she was staring at me. And so I was like, you know, making faces and stuff. Um, and then a, another like group of girls, group of guys, everybody, like the line is building up <laughs> and <laughs> um, the, this girl comes out. Front, and she clearly works at Target, and she goes, "Okay, next." And so the, the another person comes up, so we move up. Next, next person comes up, we move up, and it's like every like three or four minutes. Like I've been there, I've been waiting in this line for about twenty minutes, like about twenty minutes. And um, this this old man walks, and he walks straight in, and I'm like, uh, he didn't wait in line. I was like, okay, maybe he's just grumpy. They'll kick him back out. He never he never came back out, and I was like, that's weird. And then a group of people came in. They're walking and they're like, oh, should we wait in line? And, and she goes, no, I don't think so. And and I was like, I hope they do because like I'm waiting, so they should wait. And then the girl that was working at the store comes out again and he goes, they go, hey, uh, do we have to wait in this line? She goes, no, it's for Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I waited in this fucking line for 25 minutes, <laughs> not thinking anything of it, just trying to respect everyone's privacy and you know, letting the Try, first first yeah. to do the thing. Yeah. And I fucking waited like an idiot for 25 minutes. And Man, I was, you made a line too. I made a line. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I feel, I felt so dumb. And I, and they're like, and I heard the girls behind me go, Oh my God, we waited behind this guy for this. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was like running to go get my stuff and leave. It took me like five minutes to get my shit. And I was just, I was so fucking annoyed. I was like, I can't believe I just, the, the worst part about it is there was a big ass sign that said Starbucks line. Right next to me. Ugh. God, I hate it when you don't read signs. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking situational annoying. awareness, man. Yeah. And then bitch. Uh, the week before I went and got went grocery shopping and I dropped a 12 pack of or 18 pack of eggs in the middle of the line where you're supposed nice. to like, push your cart through to put stuff on. Um, yeah. I spilt, just spilt it everywhere. It was. Did you, did you call someone to clean it up or did you just leave? No. Well, this guy came and cleaned it up. And he was a younger dude, and I, and, I, and so I was like, "Oh, bro, I'll help you." So I'm helping him clean it up, and he's like, "He's like, yeah, man." He's like, "It's alright, man. I do this for like my my family all the time." And I was like, "Oh, like, like you have you have like the siblings?" He's like, "Yeah, I have a little brother. He's six. And I was like, "I'm not six. <laughs> I'm like, I apologize. I was like, I should have spilt it." So I'm helping him, and I was like, "You know what, man? I was like, but right on for you. Like, you're taking care of your brother. That's cool." He's like, "Yeah, man." He's like, he's guys a little asshole, but I love him. And I was like, you know what? I'm a younger brother too. And I was like, trust me, like we'll appreciate it in the long run. And then we start going to this conversation about 
brotherhood and what it means and like just you know knowing that they're gonna love you in the end but you have to be an asshole sometimes in the beginning you know and i was like i i told him about matthew like me and him did not get along until he went to college i was like we didn't talk we weren't friends he didn't like we like he would help me out he was always my brother he was always there for me but i didn't want him to be there you know what i mean like it, there was no connection so until he came back from school and he had his first CrossFit bod. He was all excited. And so I was just excited to see him on the weekend. So that's when we started getting closer. That was news to me. I thought we were closer my entire life. So No, wrong. Wrong go. And um, then I'd come back and be like, hey, you want to like go get some food? He's like, yeah, sure. And it was like this weird like <laughs> learning how to be together because we wanted to. But like there was still that defiance that we wanted to be with one another. Yeah, yeah it was very, very odd. No. Very odd. But, you know, look where we are now. Here we are. Here we are. Drum and drum. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? <laughs> Guys and dudes. But uh, it is the beginning of March. And you know what that means? Are we not going to talk about this egg car? I'll, I'll get to it. That, that, that's King. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Huh? We bah, skipped over bah, the monthly bah, challenge. Bah. All right. And it's the monthly The votes challenge. are in. Um, and if you guys are new here, when we, we do monthly challenges every month, um, I doubled up because I'm a great soul. Uh, Dalton did one, and then he outsourced it to his girlfriend. <laughs> he did not double up for shit. So uh, the first month of our year, which starts in December, um, Dalton did something. He did. He learned a language. The year of our Lord's drum and drummer. <laughs> <laughs> of our year, it's just one month earlier than the rest of the world. <laughs> Stupid. Um, Dalton started by uh, studying a language for a month. I worked on the splits. And then last month, uh, Monique went ahead and ran my social media. Um, and then this month. They're all resounding failures. All resounding failures. But you know I what? I hope to uphold the tradition. One thing we should all note is we all tried. You did. We did. That's and I'm way more more flexible. And it's not really. See, the thing with these things is it, like it'd be cool if it's more about building a habit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like the same thing going back to like your task thing, you know, like it's building a habit of doing that, of creating these like different habits that we've been wanting to do. But you know, a lot of times we don't really, we won't do it ourselves. So if we, you know, create this platform and hold each other accountable to do it, then we will. Yeah. So, so David, right, what are you doing? Monthly challenge is, so we put the poll out this morning and it was between haiku for a day every day and cold showers every day and the winner by one vote oh haiku a day all right oh wait i could have voted you didn't vote i know yeah. i should have i did well i already said it so it's done 52 percent to 48 good luck making 17 syllables yeah <laughs> so go ahead here this is what i wanted to do because i assumed it was gonna win give me a theme and then before the end of the episode, I will have to have written I got a haiku. Theme. Okay. Taco truck. A taco truck. Yep. Okay. Okay. But can that not be, or no, because remember we, last week we talked about how the first, the theme of your first haiku and theme of your last haiku. You don't want me to write one haiku about a taco truck right now and then see yeah, how much not? better yeah. my taco truck haiku yeah, gets? Yeah, taco truck. Oh, wait, no, no. Hold on. Let me think about this one. Haiku. Um, can you do one about uh, a bee survival? Bee survival? Yeah. What do you mean bee survival? Like Think about bumblebees? It. Think about it. Think about it. Bumblebees, right? They have hives. They protect the hives. They all live to do one thing, right? To get honey, to make honey, right? So the concept goes comes to like, 
do 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 bees think that their lives matter or they're like oh well, i'm just here to just to do this thing i don't care you know i don't know if like, bees have existential crises yeah i'm just saying just look at it that way i think like, I th- you what, want me to what, do, what does a personal bee that's going through his emo phase go through so you want me to write I, a haiku about a teenage bee going bee through its existential emo phase <laughs> A BMO. A BMO. Yes. Yes. Right ahead about your first and last ones are going to be a like BMOs. A B going through <laughs> an emo phase in sophomore year of high school. Okay. So right about Dalton. Is just, this, just give him wings and make him hairy. Is this, <laughs> is this a worker B or a drone B? That's the thing. Where is he going to go? What is yeah, he oh, going to do? Yeah, I get you, creative you, you control. You have creative control over All right. That. Sounds good. So we got we got BMOs doing wow. their thing, but uh, dude, Dalton, there is a real problem right now. Horny toads are disappearing. Shit, not again. Okay, yeah. it's it's true. What's happening? How is this happening? It's in Texas. In Texas, really? Yeah. Why do you think horny toads are disappearing? Um, I'm guessing. I really want to say they're just getting laid. <laughs> I want to say they're not getting laid enough. That would mean they're multiplying. No. Well, here's what I'm thinking. Celibacy. It's, it's, well, I feel like the 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 snow really fucked them up. Oh, that's a really good point, right? That'd be a great point because they had like rattlesnakes. They hadn't been disappearing for like a year now. Nah. Okay. Okay. This okay. Before okay, the okay, snow, okay. dude. Right on. So right dumb. on. Come on. Man. All right. I can't. Maybe half of them got COVID. Oh, they didn't wear masks. Horny toads are not. Idiots. Actually, that's kind of because because animals can get well, COVID. dogs can, cats can, dogs can't. Yeah, see, nobody knows what the fuck's going on. I thought they could. I thought they could this whole time. I thought originally I thought they originally, said they could. Yeah, originally they're like, no animals can get this. now they can't. Just like originally the heat was going to kill it, but now it's never it's never leaving. But now a year later. But now here we are. It's crazy. Literally. In one week we would be getting put on lockdown. No, we, we were already on lockdown this week. Were we? Yeah. No, I don't remember. Yeah. It's been Groundhog's Day for a year. Yeah. Oh, they can get it. Yeah. Told you. But they can't transmit it. Don't ever, oh, don't good. ever question my. But so let let me let me say? let me pitch this to you, Dalton. <laughs> uh, so horny toads are disappearing. Let's take the snow thing and COVID thing. Throw that out the window. Out the window. Does it have to do with humans, fire ants, or just other predators? I'm going to go. If you're a betting man, where are you putting your money? Always on humans. We fuck nice. everything. Good job. Up. Yep. Smart we man. fuck everything. Smart up. Man. Human error, always a thing. People always fuck up. That's why machines are the best because they do things right. Until they gain Precisely. sentience and then take over the world. You know what, man? It might be better if they do that. That's true. It's better probably for the world. Yeah. Yeah. But not for humans. Mm, we could just go off on tomorrow's. Hmm. Humans have been overpopulating and over expanding their land. In Texas, specifically? Yeah, which pushes into the environment. Yeah. Absolutely. Of the horny toads pushes them into smaller and smaller isolated pockets, which lets predators get them a lot easier because they're only in one spot. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And this is really annoying because the thing is, is like Ireland literally preserves a whole fucking piece of land just for leprechauns. So nobody can move like close to it. Nobody can live on this land. It's specifically a safe haven for leprechauns, right? Why can't we do the same? And like, not just like, like, let them have their space, you know, let the horses have their space, build a, build like a condominium, like a lot closer to the city. What the, what's, what the fuck's the problem with that? Why do you need a ranch? 
Because if there's free anything, you know, someone's going to take it for some mon- monetary gains. Absolutely. It's just a bummer, man. You know how like you live your life one gain at a time, but it's like for your body? Yeah. A lot of people do that with their money. Mm. This is true. I never ate my burger. You did You want to eat it right now on camera? No. I just, I'm, I'm probably not going to want it. You can have it. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. Sorry. Too bad. That's all right. I just wanted to bring up because they're horny toads and horny toads are always great to talk about, but we should should find out why they're disappearing. No, there was some children that got expelled from school for bringing a horny toad to school. Close, Matt. Uh, There's a child or children got expelled after the school finds out about their mom's OnlyFans account. What the fuck? Thank you. Some fucking bull. What the fuck is this about? Hold on. Last time I checked, that's a way to make money. That's a way to make a living. And the thing that that is upsetting is where's like, this at? wait, where's this located at? <clears throat> uh, let me find out. But Matt, keep going. The thing that's upsetting is like, it has nothing to do with the child. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? Like it, the what their parents do for a living shouldn't matter or have repercussions on the child. Yeah. You know, like oh, I guarantee you, we went to school with you know some people whose parents were probably strippers. You know, strippers. Same thing in the, in the in that line of work, like sex workers, right? Like, mm-hmm. but whether and it's more common now, right? It's more talked about and more publicized. But at the same time, like it's a profession; it is a job. Like it shouldn't matter. Your kids shouldn't be punished for that. You know what yeah, I mean? It's not the kids' it's, fault. Uh, yeah, like they shouldn't be punished for their parents doing what they need to do to make ends meet. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking dumb. Yeah. I don't get that. I wonder if the request for, like, their for OnlyFans was, like, one of the requests was, like, the principal, and she, like, denied it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I want to know who found out. Like, what? You don't... Because somebody else in the school had to had to also have an OnlyFans account. No. No, I mean, she she might have posted on her social media. It could have been, like, you know, what are the fucking... What, what did mom do? The fucking moms of the school. Oh, PTA? PTA shit. Y'all... Are you going to be in PTA when you're dad? Probably. You're saying you wouldn't be in PTA? Would you be a coach for like any of their school teams? Fuck no. Yes. Shut up. Why do you try and act so hard? Your child is going to have you fucking wrapped around their finger. Look. He thinks. He <laughs> swears. Okay. He swears. He's going to be like, Matt, when your kids come around, I'll be like, yeah, your dad's a bitch. They're going to come up and they be like, hi, Uncle Dalton. Dalton's going to be oh, my God, did you get a new toy? Can we play with it? Because he still plays with, he still loves to play with toys. Yeah, fuck. If my kids fuck? bring out Legos. I'm not even going to see my brother for like seven hours. I'm going to come in and I'm going to come in to break up a fight from Dalton fighting with my children. Why? Because Dalton's yelling at them for not playing Irrelevant. Right. I would kick their ass. I can see you doing the same thing, though. With what, though? With like say Finance. with Legos, <laughs> Don, Don would be like, "Let's crunch some numbers, guys." <laughs> Don would be like, "They're not playing right," and you would be getting frustrated at how long it's taking them to build the thing when the instruction manual is right there. Matthew. Just read the instructions. No, you're just like your father. <laughs> there you go. Okay, I understand. I I think I would love to be a part of my kid's life. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but were you not playing? I would, on being I would, a I would like dad? to like be there. And I like have to be, be their father. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to do the school thing. I fucking disagree with our education system completely, and I don't ever want to support it. So I would have a hard time 
being a part of the PTA, knowing that school's a fucking scam half the time. So I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I would, you know, leave it to the significant other, whoever that may be. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also then, like, if you're not involved, you're... In sports, in sports, and no, 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 other, but, other thing that's but, not involved in But school. my line of thinking is, like, if you're not involved, you're just leaving your children at the mercy of these other parents who are going to be overly involved. You know what I mean? At least if you're in there, you can voice your opinion. I forget. I'm a jealous guy sometimes. Huh? Dalton thinks that his kids are gonna like the other parents. Yeah, more than I would they get can. jealous. Yeah, not what you were saying. See, I've never understood that. I would. I don't feel like I would care. Like Matt, like if your kid wanted to hang out at my house and hang out with me more than he wanted to hang out with you, don't you would fucking. I care. I, I don't you think would I would. Care. You would give me attitude. You'd be like, well, why do you want to hang out with Uncle Dalton? What's the problem with him? What do you, you don't want to watch a movie with me? He goes, no, Dad, I like Star Wars and you hate Star Wars. All you want to do is talk about finance. And like they'd be like, oh. No, but like the thing is, is that like as a father, and this might change. I could be talking out my ass. I don't have a kid. But I think that everybody has somebody as their mentor at some point in their life. And at, at certain points, for me, it wasn't dad. But at other points in my life, it was. Like my dad was my biggest mentor, you know? I think that that is a role that dad has consistently been more so than anybody else. But I don't think that for me, I would, I think I would understand that. Like, I'm not saying it would be easy, but it would be like that person has a point of view of life that I don't have. And that is just what my child needs at this point. Knowing regardless of what that person says or does, I'm going to be their pops. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that that's important to understand is that like, you have certain people in your lives for a reason at a certain time. You know what I mean? So to try and like fucking control and just have my kids be with me all the time and think I'm Superman. I wouldn't do that, but I would like, I feel like I would have to be involved with the sports. So I'm there. Yeah, absolutely. But I wouldn't be involved in the school. But then back to my original point is if you're not involved in the school, you're leaving your kid up to the mercy of the individuals that are involved in PTA and you don't have a say in what happens. Oh, no taxation without representation. Very well said. I've been David. finger gunning a lot recently. That's not what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> and and I don't like it and I hate it. And I don't know where I'm blaming you. Is it because this is shit that you do? I don't finger gun. Bro, you oh you have done look, look at that motion. Did you see that? There's a difference between finger gun. one and, and a double. Saw, dude. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Rachel posted a memory and she was like, Why are you doing this in your hand with your hand in one of the pictures? I was like, Sorry. You don't remember a year ago and I was sawing everyone? It was. <laughs> I was that sawing was, that everyone. Was that was your thing. It was in Sacramento and it was at a school called Sacred Heart Parish School. Wow, Sacramento. Is it like a religious school? It's a Catholic school. Yeah, yeah. Nah, still fuck him. No, nah, I think that's, I, I don't that's agree with that up. at all. I, I mean, in that context, I guess. Um, I but also, what is her name? And <laughs> where can we find her? Shouty Tauty. Shouty Tauty. What's worse, do you think? An A car? That story about them being expelled or a board of education who had a uh, a meeting and it was like, it was is supposed to be jerked off? No. Oh. No, that's a, that's a fake thing. Um, but there was a board of education that had a meeting. And it was supposed to be like a public forum kind of thing. But I guess they had like a private meeting beforehand uh, to like prep or I guess or, you know, do whatever before it went public. And whoever was in charge of it 
set that meeting as public. And so in the meeting, they're venting and complaining and, you know, complaining about some of the parents and they're talking about things and, and it's live and it's live and everyone gets to watch it. Oh shit. Oh my gosh. That's what you get. So saying things like they want to pick on us because they want their babysitters back or like they don't, they don't understand that there were real people behind the screens, you know, because they're getting so many complaints. Yeah. And then at the very end, one of the board members uh, just goes, Oh, Oh, uh, guys, guys, we have the meeting open to the public right now. <laughs> and like, uh, ah, oh, okay. that's fun. And then they, and then they took it private. So when it was supposed to start, they took it private. Ugh, that's wow. Rough. That's rough. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Uh, but I imagine like one, the person who was supposed to set up that appointment is probably no longer has a job, but also well, like, they all resigned. Oh, all of them did. All of them on that call resigned. Why would they resign? Bro, parents have the power, dude. They're venting. But that's what I'm going to say is like, I understand like they're coming from a place of like one, they were like amongst their peers. And I don't know if they were saying anything like negatively about like specific individual parents. Um, They were but kind it, of, it, but not really. But like you're with your coworkers, like you, you complain about work with your coworkers and especially in this, like. You know, like when uh, everything first happened last year, like everybody, all the parents that I know were saying like, yeah, like I don't, I don't know how much the teachers handle this, do this or that, you know? Um, but I, I understand why they resigned and why it's bad. But at the same time, like they're, they're talking with their coworkers and not that you should ever speak negatively about people, but like the honest truth is, is that all of us do. And all of us have frustrations with each other. Like, I'm sure you've complained about Rachel about me. You know, you know what I mean? Just like I've complained to Monique about both of you. Like, right before this podcast, I called her and I was fucking venting, you know? Uh, but it's like kind of one of those things where it's like I understand why they're mad, but I also don't, like, I don't know. It's a bummer. But fucking learn how to fucking work the. I internet. think. So I, you, think it's, you think it's completely their fault? Completely. I don't think they all should have fucking quit. What do you think they should have done instead? I mean, if they're running a school, it's hard to run a fucking school right now. Yeah. Borderline impossible. So I don't blame them for having feelings about getting yelled at by moms and dads because I've gotten it too. Like, it sucks. But at the same time, it's like we literally can't do anything until the government lets us. Yeah. So that's literally out of our hands. You know what I mean? So I don't think I think all of them quitting is kind of the fucking I mean, I can I from what I think they're saying is them venting about dealing with parents. And we I, I we have those stories all the time at work. You know, everyone talks about, you know, dealing with certain family members and, you know, like we've all had our issues with them. Um, so I, I think it's a little overboard. But, yeah, you know, learn how to fucking do a Zoom call properly. Yeah, no, I agree. Okay, can we get the fucking on this egg car shit? Because oh. I need to know. What yeah, the you're gonna be very is. disappointed because the story. Uh, I forget why I put this in there. You said something and it just popped in my head. So, uh, egg car. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. My, uh, I have one of my bosses told me he's like the most true thing that your other boss told me, and he goes, "I'll never forget." It. And there was two of them. I can't remember the first one, and the second one is that he goes, "Every car is going to become shaped." 
like an egg. I would never drive an egg. Do you know why? Are you saying that the egg has the most aerodynamic shape out of anything? Absolutely. And so that was the reason. And then I forget why the hell I wrote this in here. Like at the time that I wrote it, I remember there was a topic and I was like, this is going to fit great in there. And now it's just kind of thrown in there as egg car. But (laughs) cars are shaped like eggs because they're the most aerodynamic shape. And that way we can get more miles per gallon. I would shape my car like a like a UFO. Nice. And think like about this for a second. Think you, about this. You know for how to a shape second. it like that. Think about this for a second. You have UFOs, right? And UFOs are almost like they time travel. They go through like time and space, and they travel the world and space. You know, like there's a reason, right? So I don't think the a a car is the most aerodynamic. If we're seeing like circles what you mean pancakes pancakes he I've, thinks that the cars should be shaped like a pancake the yeah. problem with that dalton can you fit in a pancake i feel like i feel like we're, we've only seen ufos from a distance so we don't really know how big they actually are so that's maybe that's maybe they're bigger because i don't think you're wrong i think there are cars that are kind of shaped like that those are formula one cars yeah yes yeah yes. very flat and those those things are fast. Yeah, yes they are. They Very have a whole fast. whole division of racing based off of it. You know how you know they warm up the tires by going like this, right? Like they go, they swerve, and the whole time when they when they're prepping to race, like they're warming the car up, they do this. They prep the tires to get it used to the ground and the turns. And there's this one guy that doesn't give a fuck. That he just drives straight. <laughs> and he's just waiting. All the cars. Going swerving, swerving, and through the and through like all the craziness, you see this one car just going straight, and he fucking like wins the race or some shit. But all he does, that's how he warms up. He just drives, like everyone's doing all these this crazy shit, and he just goes. It's fucking funny. There's a little thing about me. <laughs> that's a little. That's a little fact about you. There's a little thing about me that I saw today. All right. Well, let's take a break. Were you singing an opera song right now? Why? I have an opera song stuck in my head. I sing a lot of stuff. In, a da, lot of. Da, 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 yeah, I was humming that. That's got not, it. That's All not, right. That's not an opera song, though. It's not? It just makes me think of uh, Thumb Wars. No, that's like a song they play like in movies when everything's going to hell. Have you... Uh, so is this podcast going to hell? Is that why you're seeing this? No, have you seen... Have it's you ever time. seen Thumb Wars? Yeah. Yeah. What's You've the, showed me it. The thumb tan the thumb tannic or whatever. Thumb when, when, when they're singing. They had like star oh, yeah, thumbs or something. Yeah. Draw yeah. me like one of your French thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back everybody. Oh my god, I blew my nose this morning. Full of blood. Dude, that's disgusting. Yeah. You need a neti pot. You need you need a Don't sinus tell flush. Me what I need. Have you ever done one before? A neti pot? N- yeah. You I have? Ha- I hate it. Why? Because David doesn't like ribs. I don't like things going up <laughs> one nostril and out the other. Dude, it's literally the best feeling ever. You were in water polo and swim for years. How have you Yeah, done? why do you think I hate it so much? You don't hate it. You hate it? I hate it. He's allowed to hate things if he wants to. No, he's not. Yeah. He's only allowed to hate He's not allowed to hate anything. He's only allowed to hate, hate me once a week. That's when he's recording us. Not not recording, when he's editing us. Yeah. Then he can hate us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dalton said I'm allowed to not like things and that brought up how like we're all pretty uh happy people. Yeah. 
and it sucks because then you're not allowed to just like be neutral because when you're neutral it means you're mad everyone thinks you're mad it's the fucking most annoying thing in the world Mm -hmm. what's wrong nothing matt's grumpy no i'm not grumpy i'm just just not exuding any effort yeah (laughs) i'm just absent but anyway we're not sponsored by neti pot but when we go viral on tiktok the brands come a calling and so we've got some ads for y'all people these are ads matt what's going on take away the first one buddy all right you guys so if you're like me you have a hard time finding dress clothes that actually fit you and when they do they tend to be a little too big so you end up when you tuck it in you end up with this like really weird tucked in shirt it's called a muffin top muffin top i was trying to avoid that word it makes me sad but (laughs) we have the perfect product for you regardless if you jump spin dive dip duck dodge and dive i said that backwards but regardless of whatever activity you are doing you can be always tucked it is a form of the military tuck which is where you do a fold here but it is a uh it's a mechanism that you put on your shirts and it always makes sure that your shirts stay nice and tight and tucked did you just yawn you look like you're crying. <laughs> and you make sure that your shirts are always pristine and ready to go. So when you walk into that business meeting, even if you are wearing a shirt that is way too large for you because you haven't gotten it hemmed yet, then you will be looking great. Go ahead and use code DRUM10. Question, sir. Yes, sir. What about a tie that's just too big? A tie that's just too big? Uh, well, that's a different product, and that's not always tugged. But Always tied. Always tied. <laughs> it's a sister product. It's a sister product. Always tied. For that as well, you can use code uh, DRUM10 to get 10% off. And uh, yeah, let us know if you guys got it. All right, you want to check out and see what it looks like? Yes, absolutely. Click on it. Click on it. Is this going to be one of the things where David says he's going to put it on the on the screen here and he doesn't What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> it's a onesie. You're not wrong. It is always tucked. That's so interesting. What do you think is it better than what you came up with? This is I what guys know. who this order bonus things wear. <laughs> That's right. that's interesting. I mean, they both solve the same problem. So. I feel it like before. there's, I feel like there's dress shirts for women that are like that. Yes, yes. yes. So why can't there be some for guys like that? Uh, because look at it. I mean, there can, but it just looks like it's <laughs> you're wearing very shorts. I just yeah, but like... they don't grab your crotch like that. <sighs> they like painful. David, put a picture somewhere. Of, it's, of it's, put it over here, David. It's been up. It's been up. Okay, and then put a shovel here. Don't do that. Did you they, just throw the shovel? Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. They used to do this in, in a YouTube video. Uh, I forget who it was, but they would always make, the, make their uh, editor like do a bunch of work. Be like, lava, here, shovel, gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dalton, you ready for the second one? Yeah. Throw us our second ad. Hi. Have you guys ever wanted to just smile all the time, but you guys just, you know, are going through a rough day? You know, maybe your dog died. Maybe you slept too long. Maybe... We're just having a bad day. Maybe you're having the bad tutus. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just need to smile, right? And you got to force it. And it's hard to force a smile when you're sad, when you're angry, when you're mad, right? So what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to do something called an electro smile. So what's going to happen is you're going to get four electrical wires and put them right in your mouth in all four corners. And it's going to activate the nerves in your mouth and you're going to go... Every time, every time you want to smile, you're going to click a button. It's going to make you smile. And no one's going to ever know that you're having the worst day of your fucking life because you're going to be so goddamn happy. No one's going to care. 
Okay? You're going to spread so much motherfucking joy that no one's going to know that you're having a rough one. So please purchase ElectroSmile on electrosmile.com for, for uh, a free purchase of fifteen ninety nine. And what what's the slogan for Electro Smile? Fucking be happy. <laughs> He's very close. Is he really? Yes. Not I really? think I know what this is. Oh. oh. So instead of it being for yourself, you use it for your children. And instead you of it slap going a smile and grin fast. Instead of putting it on the inside of your mouth, they wear it like a chin guard? You know how, yeah, like you know when you have glasses, if you were to like bring them down and put them under your chin, they still hook around your ears. Yes. And then if you're not smiling, it basically zaps you to smile. Yes. Why? No. Why? I don't know if it's automatic or Train if the parents your kids hold with it. <laughs> no, right here. Granny coming. Your kids will look happy with you. <laughs> As if no one could see the giant apparatus on their face. Is this a yeah. joke? No, that's a real that's a real Japanese. And my favorite product. part is right here. It says the Electro Smile was conceived in the mind of an unnamed inventor. That is a man that is smart or woman that is smart and did not want to put their name on this. Wow, what the hell? Electro Smile, Matt, you got your second one ready? Let's do it. This one is not. I mean, you can open the picture. It's very self-explanatory. Yeah, I kind of figured. This is just how you get to spin it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> No. All right. Okay, get off it. This is for all my people out there that have significant others that don't believe it when we tell it them. It literally is grossing me out. Can you get out of it? <laughs> no, I need to see it. I'm literally going to eat nauseous. Just can't get out of it. Thank you. This is marketed towards women. It is? Yeah. All right. Why? A gag. Ladies, are you guys tired of just getting in bed? And your significant other just doesn't understand how uncomfortable it is to have their wiry, unwashed. Because let's be honest, when they bathe, when men get in the shower, you arm your pits, you know, you scrub a little bit, and then you just let the whatever run, run, runs down your body kind of cleans your legs, right? Normal shower. So, so those hairs are wiry, you know, and and they rub against your legs. It's uncomfortable. It makes you kind of itchy, and it's it's time for payback. So we're coming for them, and I have this product for you called Hairy Stockings. And it is exactly what it sounds like. It is stockings that are made of human hair. So karma is a bitch. So what you guys are going to do is you're going to come in. You're going to put them on. You're going to get in bed. And the second they get in bed, you're just going to grab them with your hairy legs. And you're going to rub them all over the place just so they know what it's like in a day of your life. Trying to start a fire? Possibly. It might happen. Who knows? But go ahead and get these hairy stockings at hairystockingspayback.com. Use code Dalton said I needed to do this 20 to get 20% off. And uh, have fun and, you know, don't start a fire. Ew. That's fucking disgusting. Can we look at the picture one more time? Yeah. No, don't. no, what, no. What's the picture look like? It's like... Uh, uh, let me show you because you can't remember. It's basically... <laughs> it's a woman's feet, but literally like stockings like you would wear to like... I only, I only use think about it like in, in stripper terms, but uh, like just regular things like stockings you could put on to really go to sleep, like kind of like tights. And it's just oh. hairy leg. Okay, so I mean, discourage any potential creepers or perverts you encounter on the streets with the hairy leg stockings. Once the guys lay eyes on your shapely and excessively hairy s- stems, they won't even bother giving you a second glance. I, I, Unless I they're into that sort of thing. 
Crazy. See, I never would have thought to make this stuff. I remember one of this first. I don't know why it made me think of it, but there is this one uh, thing on MTV. You know, they had a bunch of weird shit on MTV at one point in time, and it was talking about weird fetishes. And this guy would follow this girl around, and they would like he bought like he was like, all right, I just I want to go on a date. I want to make your feet as sweaty as possible, and then I want to like go home, and I want to suck on your feet. That's disgusting for hours. And she, he paid her enough money to do it. And they went to Disneyland. They had a whole day. They had a blast to get her walking. To get her walking. And he, she, he like claimed he wants double socks and uh, like moccasins. So her so feet got sweaty. sweaty. So she's like, they they recorded everything. And it was in his little 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 room at his parents' house. And it was the weirdest thing I ever watched. The whole time I watched, it, I was like. Like, I don't hate on that, but just the way he had it perfectly planned out and everything he wanted her to wear for it was, like, crazy. And, like, when she took off her sock, her foot was, like, dripping. It was wild. Hey, no kink shaming here, but... Uh, no kink shaming, but damn, that's damn. dedication. Yeah. Now, you know, he was, like, drinking water out of those suckers. That's uh, That reminds me of uh, Jackass when they did the sweat cocktail. Oh, <laughs> you remember man. that in Jackass 3D one of the guys he's very overweight gets on the treadmill and he's working out and he's wearing a uh, see-through uh. sweatsuit so he, he's he's on it on it gets like super like uh, sweaty and they use a sweat to make a martini and they call it the sweat cocktail and they gave it to like Steve or somebody to drink uh, no they never, gave it, I forgot his name but he's the one that always throws up yeah uh-huh never the one they did with the fart thing where they put like a like an astronaut helmet on and a tube connected it to the one oh. big guy, and he farted in there, and they all started throwing up in the tank. <laughs> this is the second time I've talked about Jackass today. Dude, I love Jackass. So I was funny. telling Matthew how I wanted to be a part of Jackass when I grew up. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I freaking loved it. So pop punk. Yeah. Well, as always, those ads were all fake. Sorry, guys. No one likes us. And that's a, that's a shout out to uh, a throwback, if you will, to all of the listeners that have been with us since uh, season one. So we did those a lot when we didn't know what the hell to talk about. But now we still <laughs> don't know true. what we're talking about, but we just talk anyway. We're better at not <laughs> talking about anything. <laughs> but we, now we have bi-weekly segments. And this, this week's one is... One, two, three. The Boys Room. And that's where we give our boys some situations, and they give us the best Don't advice. Don't ever call me your boys. Well, we give we some can. unsolicited like advice. My mom. We give our dudes some advice nah, here. Go boys, go boys. And so we're gonna go ahead and jump room. right into it. Uh oh. What? So who sings that? Because I've Motley never Crew. heard that song. Motley Crew. Uh, that works. I was on a big Motley Crew. Does everybody know that smoking ain't allowed in school? <laughs> I'm sure dad finished this on the other side. You know, he's, he's my boys. boys. Ever been. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A few months ago, my boyfriend got into a car accident coming to see me, causing him to be paralyzed from the waist down. When he first got into the accident and I went to visit him in the hospital, he was really quiet and it was like he was ignoring me. I asked him what was up, and he says, it's all my fault, and he wouldn't have even gotten into the accident if he wasn't coming to see me. Now he's back at school, and he's been a burden, and he's been an asshole to me purposely. He's in his wheelchair, and he has me push him around because his arms are getting tired. He texts me every day after class, demanding I take him to his next one. Soon as the bell rings, I get a text from my boyfriend saying, come take me to pre-calculus. 
Uh, they're 16 and 17. How he used to play pre-calculus. He used to play football and he tries to make me feel bad that he can't anymore. And we could walk, we would walk by the football field and see the team practicing. He'd say, bummer. I can't do that anymore. And then he mumbles because of you. He was going through a massive trauma. I get that, but I don't like the way he treats me. And I feel like I would break up uh, with him. If I break up with him, everyone would say she dumped the disabled guide, oh. disabled guy. So should I wait a while then dump him? <laughs> Um, I forget like high school. So like worried about everyone else thinks, yeah. um, listen, if the females listening to this, uh, it's not your fault. It never was your fault. Um, it was his choice to come see you. And at the end of the day, if he is blaming you for everything, the relationship's already going downhill. Just leave. There's nothing. Nothing's going to get better. Nothing's going to get worse. People are going to hate you. It's fucking high school. Nothing lasts in high school. You know, high school is bullshit sometimes when it comes to like, if you think about it, like there's a lot of people that you were like, remember you were so like, at least for me, I was so worried about what other people would think about me in high school. And then you, you get, you go to college or you just leave high school in general. And like, you don't talk you don't to about it anymore. You don't think about it. Yep. You know, granted, like this is a very different situation, but at the same time, if you're getting blamed for something that you've didn't do you just invited him over to your house and he said yes like none of that is her fault That's, yeah and this and guy it's just a, a sense of immaturity as well assuming that they like at first i thought this was a college couple even though it clearly says 16 and 17 um if they go to the same high school we can assume that they live near each other and car accidents happen every day you know now was the purpose of him being in the car at that time that you know he was going to see her yeah but at the same time like those things happen, so it's kind of hard to place blame. And I don't like the fact that he's placing blame on her and throwing a traumatic event that he's going through that she's clearly having to go through with him in yeah. her face. Like, yeah. that's fucked, you know? Um, but as far as, like, waiting to dump him, like... No. I, I One, as we always say, anytime these come up, like... Communication is key. Like I hope that she has expressed to him and they've had that conversation. I but doubt it. if if he's ignoring you and demanding that you take him from A to B, like it's from point A to point B or from class to class and it's impeding on you and your life, like like I understand, but there needs to be a line that's drawn. Yeah. And you guys need to communicate that because that's not okay. You shouldn't be treated like that. And while he has every right to be upset and stuff like that, like constantly beating you over the head with that is not okay and why do you want to go to pre-calculus so bad bro like how are you and how many how, is this school hilly you know what i mean like i don't know I've never... still like why would you want to like go there right away take your time be late you have a reason you know go wander go roll down a hill it'd be fun he can't roll i mean he can only roll down a hill but yeah <laughs> Yeah, get back up would be a pain in the ass. I mean, he'd be late to pre-calc, but they wouldn't get mad at him. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I mean, if you're gonna give the guy advice, what would you tell him? If, uh, you know, if she comes to you and she tells you all these problems, and she's like, "Can you just go talk to him?" And you were, and for whatever reason, you didn't say, "Go talk to him yourself." You know, he's going through a lot. Okay, he's paralyzed from the waist down. There's a lot of problems from like a man standpoint that comes with that, right? Like he can't do things that he thinks a man should be able to do. And this is, I'm not just talking like sexually, I'm talking like just overall, like taking care of his girlfriend, being there, being able to protect or provide, doing stuff like that. He can't, 
he can't really do a whole lot of that anymore or he feels like he can't he probably can but he feels at this moment that he can't there's a lot going through his head like he can't play football anymore you know like everything is literally taken away from him but he can't be spiteful to the one person that is trying to support him and help him out honestly i would probably rec like ask him to go join like a support group yeah no seriously yeah like being able to be around people that are also in wheelchairs and have gone through the same thing that you're going through because you know mm-hmm. he feels misunderstood yeah, yeah you know what i mean I like nobody at that school understands what he's going through yeah. nobody at that school knows what it's like to go from running around on the football field and being able to do x y and z all, all day every day to literally not being able to wipe your own ass like yeah. that's a lot that's a huge traumatic experience and i guarantee you that in that support group this will come up and there will be other people that have more of a right to speak on this situation than we do being able to give that advice. Like, yeah. yo, dude, like, I know you feel this, this, and this. I felt that too. But this is what I did to help myself, and you need to do this too, you know? Yeah. I think that, that having that sense of community, because if he was a football player, you know they have that sense of brotherhood and, and being on a team together and doing all this, you know? It just sucks. He'll be in so much regret later on mm-hmm. in life realizing that, he pushed away like a woman that was trying just to help him. Yeah. You know, that kind of sucks. Yeah. That's a shitty situation. That's Sorry. rough, man. That's rough on both sides. Yeah. I hope you, you ever watch this, man. Like, I hope you're uh, still, not still paralyzed. Like, <laughs> things figured out. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I hope he got better. You're not wrong, they didn't. They didn't say that yes, it was like, yes. he's going to be like that forever. <laughs> I don't, I'm not trying to make a joke out of this. I'm being serious. <laughs> Sorry. Is there an update? Hold on, I need to see. No, there's not. So. Oh, this is recent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My bad, man. All right. Well, here's the second one. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> my friends and I are juniors in high school, and we're stressed about college. I would consider myself a smart person. I think other people also think the same, even though it doesn't reflect in my grades. I have a mathematical oh. mind. So I suck at writing papers and my English and history grades have suffered. My friends are all really hard workers and have good grades and they assume I have similar grades. At first we were talking about what colleges we wanted to go to and they weren't talking Ivy leagues, but they had high hopes. I stayed quiet, but I wasn't offended that my friends wanted to go to good schools. I was rooting for them. But recently we all had meetings with the school college advisor and one was really happy, but the other two were upset that it was unrealistic for them to get into the, the Ivy League schools that they wanted. The college advisor recommended for them schools that I wanted to get into, but probably won't. They were saying things like, I can't go to this school. It sucks. Or I'm better than this school. I'm smarter than this school. Now, it really hurt that they were talking this way of, uh, of these colleges because they saw the people that went to those schools as lower and stupid. I don't know how to tell them without seeming jealous because I'm really not. It just, they're my only friends and ending these friendships, especially during quarantine would be detrimental to my mental health. So what do I do? And they're, they're in high school. So God, I hate the education system. Why? Because why does, why does it matter if like, you're not smarter if you go to a better school, you're not dumber if you go to a bad school, it, school, school. You know, like everyone's going to leave school and have to get a job. They're going to have to do something. They're going to have to work. And at the end of the day, it comes down to how hard you want to work, right? Like I think Matthew's always proved that to me. Like he's always showed me like if you just work your ass off, put your head down to grind, you're going to move up. You're going to do something good. And that's what I've always believed in. But when it comes to like that, I, I had this experience a lot. 
because a lot of my friends and including in water polo they're all they were all very smart like Mm -hmm. they all just like very much like book smart they got a lot of shit done i was you know i was i was passing um but not at my finest you know like i didn't i knew there wasn't a realistic real like opportunity for me to go to a four-year you know unless you know i really wanted to pay out of pocket and i didn't want to do that and also didn't want to do the work to get uh what what are they called um scholarships scholarships yeah i don't want to write a paper to do that so um i always felt like back then i felt stupid i felt dumber for like not being you know the top of my class not getting the best grades not you know being up there with everybody because everyone's going to like a four-year you know harvard there's a few people in my class that, that went to harvard and um what's it called brown brunt what's some some b word brown brown yeah brown apparently that's a good school i don't know it's colored me and so (laughs) 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 but at the end of the day it was like i was like so like like people would ask me where are you gonna go and i'm like oh i'm still figuring it out but really like i just didn't want to say because i was just embarrassed and then you know now i tell people that i just didn't go but Back then, it was a little more concerning, you know? What about you, Matt? What do you think about this? <clears throat> um, one, if you can't tell them how they're making you feel, then, and if you do and they leave, they're not your friends. Th- yes. You should be able to have that open communication. For instance, my best friend since the day I started high school was David. David is literally probably, like, the smartest person I know. Like, from the get, okay? Yeah. I went to junior college. I've been kicked out of college. I've been brought back in and then kicked out again on academic probation, 90% of my college career. I, all I have to say is it doesn't matter where you start. That doesn't fucking matter. Like there's so much pressure to start out running the race the right way. And a lot of people don't start running the race, quote unquote, you want to call it a race. Like a lot of people don't do that till later on in life. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I think you need to understand yourself. And take pride in yourself. A lot of people wouldn't be proud to graduate from the school that I graduated from. They wouldn't. If they graduated from there, they'd be like, yeah, my parents are disappointed in me. But, like, I busted my ass, man. Like, it wasn't easy. It was absolutely no cakewalk, you know? So take pride in yourself and where you're at and understand that you, you control your future. You can go to a school that doesn't that maybe isn't an Ivy League or in the top 10 business or anything like that, but, like, you can become whatever the fuck you want to be. Just put your fucking head down and put the work down. Like, put put the work in. Like, you, like, for instance, I'm not, I'm not the smartest, but, like, I bust my ass, you know? Uh, so you just have to understand where you're at and just continue to grind and do your thing and play your game and not anybody else's. And everybody has a problem with that, they can go fuck themselves. And, like, you just have to know yourself. And I don't know. This hits home. So... Yeah, I don't like school. I know you don't like school, Dalton. Yeah, I like school. I just don't like people being assholes about it. I just, I mean, it's it's crazy how like. Did you ever feel like that? Like with school, like that, like you couldn't say what college you're going to because you're with people that you know you felt were smarter or higher than you, so that you just didn't bring it up around them because they were going to compare themselves to you. I don't know. I I don't I I I really can't remember. Like, cause I don't the school I went to I. I went because my mom applied and then when I got like when I got accepted and, and went, the feeling was just there. You know, I didn't go yeah. for prestige. I'm sure I applied 
to places for prestige, knowing I probably wouldn't get in or something like that. Like I don't. That's why I feel like the college conversation is like it is a thing, but I feel like it's a thing because it has to be a thing. Yeah. Because this is like, <clears throat> and so. Sure, I'm. I'm sure it sounds like they're they're probably saying something about all these schools because, because simply because of the reputations. But if the girl was like, "Hey, I'm probably gonna end up. Those are probably the schools I'm gonna end up going to." They're gonna feel bad. I would hope they'd feel bad and then, and then for saying that. Support her, to and go then there. yeah, and then yeah. support her. It's just like you know they they say it. It's just it's just hopping on the bandwagon of like judging schools, you know, yeah. the same way like you talk about, you know, there's any time even when it comes to like sports, TV shows, sports or whatever yeah. like that, you know, if someone you're like, oh, I love Mandalorian, blah, blah, blah. Or you're, you're having a discussion about the Mandalorian. Someone's like, yeah, I hate that show. That piece is a piece of shit. And then you and a good friend of yours. And then you're like, oh, dang, I really like that. They'd probably be like, oh, well, I, I mean, like, bad. you know, there's, I'm sure it's got good parts. Teach their own. Because <laughs> they want, you know, it's yeah. just, it's, it's a, I think it's more of like, if she hasn't brought it up at all, like they're not actively talking about yeah. schools. Then. And and it might be something where it doesn't necessarily make what they're saying okay, but it's kind of back to like the coworker thing where it's like, yes. you feel like you're in a safe place so you can say these things. And then if they're in high school, they, like you brought up, like there's a, a sort of social pressure to say certain things in order to like quote unquote fit in, you know, but it, it, you don't often understand how things that you say affect the people around you, Yeah, you know? And my biggest message to anybody all the time is like, just fucking believe in yourself. You know, like we are all capable of so much more than we give ourselves fucking credit for. Like bet on yourself because nobody else is going to. Yeah. And most of the time they will, when you're around the right people, they will. Oh, a thousand percent. A hundred percent. will and, that's where it's like, I think you're both right. Where it's your journey, it's your own thing. Yeah. You got to figure out what you're gonna do, and the people that fuck matter. everybody else. Yeah, fuck off. Fuck off. All right, and this last one, uh, I linked the update, but go go to the original one. Um, it's titled "I'm Not Gay, But I Think I'm in Love with My Roommate." <laughs> oh, go to the previous post. Go to the previous post. So I live with a guy who I go to college with, and at first we really didn't get along. He's a very flamboyant homosexual. I don't really agree with that kind of stuff, but he was willing to help me with some of my work. So I agreed to let him move in with me ever since then. Uh, he has changed a lot of things in my apartment and decorated it a lot. Nice. I don't mind this because it has actually made the place more homey and nice, but I just don't know what to do about him and the way being around him makes me feel. He's always so nice to me, even though I sometimes get so caught up in myself and insult him. I used to do it a lot. Because of how I was raised to not like homosexuals, I'm trying to break that habit. Good. And the way his face looks just makes me feel nice and happy. And honestly, I don't know what to do about it. Hell yeah. I'm not gay, like at all, but he does make me feel a weird way I've never felt before. And I just don't know what to do about that. I've never felt this way before about anyone. Any advice? Uh, I got him a small cake from the grocery store while I was shopping today and I gave it to him and told him I was grateful for all he does and how he has been helping me. But I still personally don't know how to feel about this whole thing. He still makes me feel weird. (laughs) I think that you don't love your roommate in that way, in like a traditional loving way, right? Uh, An in love way. Yes, an in love way. A romantic way. Yes, a romantic way. But 
I think sometimes we have these emotions that we don't know where to place and we tend to just assume like if if for instance if this was a girl that made him feel this way then he'd be like oh i'm in love yes, with them yes right yes. but because it's a guy there there's a form of like i can i love a lot of people in non-sexual non-romantic ways platonic exactly so it's possible to do it is that what that's called yeah oh so i feel like that's what it is it's a platonic love and that is okay. okay there's nothing wrong with that but i don't think we're taught that right i think that we're taught like if you watch in movies it's like like you know the guy sees the girl and they like you and then they they flirt and they do these things they make each other feel good they make each other do these and then all of a sudden now they're like you know involved with one another whether that's sexually or or romantically so we just assume those are the steps when it's like no there's like a whole range of steps of like you know how to love and and all these different things that don't involve any romantic any romance at all yeah yeah I, i i like what matt's saying i think that maybe he's been raised to not uh, be fond of you know uh, homosexuals and stuff and i think that since he's so scared and so so uncomfortable with that that sometimes your fear can drive you to overthink so he's overthinking a lot of the things that you know maybe homeboy just thinks is just being nice and um i think he's like scared to quote unquote be gay mm-hmm yeah. In a sense, he's scared to be gay. Especially with the way he talks about, you know, his upbringing and stuff. Yeah, but I think it's really cool that he's that he's trying to open up a little more and kind of like like not be so like like he's willing to to learn. Like he says yeah. he's trying to break the habit, which is great and also fantastic job to his roommate for being willing to put up with that cuz he says he's like I uh get so caught up in myself and insult him. Yeah, and like, you know, he's always so nice to me and, you know, I used to do it a lot because of how I was raised, you know? So I think that like that says a lot about his roommate and just yeah. like patience and understanding when there necessarily doesn't have to be, you know? So it's it's kind of a shame that not everyone is is like raised to love everybody no mm-hmm. matter what. And that's I think that's really fucked up. Yeah. I think you should love everybody no matter who they are until they give you a reason not to. You know, but not based on what they like. Well, and also learn the the distinction between affection and romantic interest. I think I feel like affection and care. Now hold on, (laughs) there's a development here. So at the very oh yeah, now you're on the no 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 no. on the cake. No, click the picture of the cake. Uh huh. And he picked the most sexual of fruits. Strawberries. Yes. Ah, that's an Aphrodisiac. I don't even know what the fuck that was. <laughs> Do you, so you think that was on purpose or not? That he said that like that? That he that or he, the strawberry? He picked strawberries. I don't know, dude. Subconscious mind. Oh, well, I'm just saying. Here's what, wait. Here's what I'm at is maybe at one point he'll get to a point where he's like, maybe maybe I should try it. Maybe I should try see if it see if that's what I want because he's he's boarding himself up and not willing to try new things and I think like maybe he maybe he's not gay but maybe he's bi and he just doesn't know it yet and I think that that that's also a beautiful thing that he can discover too you know like if you like both like that's fine bro 
Yeah. Like, well, find yourself. This he, is really good for him. He did. He did update it. So let's go into the update. It, uh, it's it's not turned into a happy fairy tale ending, Damn but it. it's gotten better. Uh, he was very surprised about the cake and thanked me, and I apologized for the rudeness that I'd been putting him through. And he said he understood. He had known what he was walking into when he moved in with me. Before he moved in, I told him how I felt and what my parents raised me to be like, and so he knew fully as to what was going on and still chose to move in. After that night, things started to get better. I tried my best not to slip up and be rude to him. Uh, Because of COVID, I started having to spend more time at home with him. We started seeing each other a lot more and hanging out a lot more, and it becomes harder and harder to want to insult someone who you are always around, even when your mind was programmed to hate it. I've had a few other conversations with them where I've exposed my feelings about people and girls in my past who I've never really truly felt anything for. Uh, no matter how hard I tried to be involved with a girl or at one point in my life, a guy. Okay, good. I just couldn't take to feeling for them. He said that it sounded like I'd never experienced love and maybe I was aromantic. Yeah. Uh, being one word, not two words. Uh, I told him I I didn't know what that meant. He explained it to me. It sounded right. And we ended that night and didn't have any other deep talks for about a week or two. I let the phrase sit in for a bit, thinking about how I felt. And for the most part, it felt right. But there was one factor of this strange feeling for him. Why did I enjoy being around him? Why did he make me feel so weird about myself? Why did I let him move in with me? Uh, The third answer was... You know, probably despite my parents, although they will never know about this. The other questions I didn't have an answer for. So I decided to ask him one night because they were constantly on my mind. And I was starting to feel crazy. Uh, it was incredibly awkward to ask him, but I did. And he told me it sounded like I like him, but that he just could not give me an answer the way I wanted because he isn't me. And apparently I'm the only person who will ever be able to know the answer. So I, 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 I didn't like it, but I knew what he meant. Uh, before I said anything else, he told me that he liked me too. Yes. I was shocked, but it made me feel better. We decided to just see what happens. Yes. I told him I did not want anyone else to know about this until I was ready. I don't think I will ever be ready, but posting about it to thousands of strangers (laughs) is definitely a start. Hell yeah. I know I'm a flawed person, but at the very least, I'm trying to become something better. There's no need to make fun of someone who's only trying to help. Thank you to everyone who helped. Also, English is hard. Oh, my God. I love it. This is exactly what I wanted Hell to yeah. happen. Good for you. Good for you, bro. So this is someone living the drum and drummer lifestyle. There you go. Of self-improvement. Self-improvement. <laughs> I also wasn't sure where that was going, but I was <laughs> like, awesome. I'm, I'm down for it. I'm here for I it, like baby. I like this story. <laughs> no, that's uh, – I don't think I have any – I love it. I'm, I it, mean – It has it all. Suspense. It's Yeah. Romance. It's a true love story. Improvement. At its finest. It's a, it's a self-improvement story. Yeah. Dude, yeah it honestly is. It's it's amazing because some people live in their past so hard. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, I've, I've been raised this way. This is who I am. But at the end of the day, like who you were is not who you are. Like that always changes day to day by the hour. Right. But it's the people that take the time to notice that is what really changes the person. Right. And they take time to really appreciate who they are in that moment instead of who they were back then. And I think he was starting to realize that maybe I wasn't raised correctly. Maybe I'm not that person that I used to be. Maybe I'm this new person. Maybe I'm, I like who I am now because I'm not so hateful on everything and anybody. You know what I mean? So it's, this is beautiful. I'm so, I'm so happy for them. And just like the self-awareness and like being open to asking these questions and like exploring it, like shows like a deeper meaning and search for truth. Um, 
you know, and I commend you, dude. Like, yeah, it's fucking dude. awesome. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fucking I, love it. Yeah. I'm here for it. God, I mean, love love stories. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Matt, what are you squaring up with this week? Dude, I'm squaring up with fucking glass smears. Glasses smears. Yeah. Yeah. That's dude, a good one. They're, 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 that's annoying. they're yeah. so annoying. Like, the. The thing is, sorry, I'm really He's angry. I'm really pissed about this. I can this. feel it in my ears. I literally didn't wear my glasses for three days. And either A, Monique grabbed them by the lenses to move them, <laughs> or B, there's a ghost in my room that grabbed the lenses to move them because I, they, I just went to go put them on today and like everything was smeared and I couldn't see anything. And just fucking. You get alcohol wipes? I use I, I used dad's stuff. Don't tell him. Oh, shit. Yeah, sorry, dad. On his fucking Walmart glasses. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that stuff works great, though. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, it's so annoying. Yeah. So annoying. What are you no. squaring up with, David? I'm squaring up. Oh, we're breaking tradition. I'm All squaring right. up with uh, with uh, just the gym. Just the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to be more specific than, what like. What does that mean? The, the fact that there's racks at the gym oh, to do, this. like. To do cleans and squats and snatches and stuff and even bench press benches and just knowing that like if I ever want to use those, it's going to take an hour because it's just such a packed gym. Yeah. Um, So that's just where I'm at until I decide to find like a CrossFit gym and then start going there or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So the 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 populated amount of people at at any kind of gym. Yeah. Dot, what are you squaring up with? Uh, I'm squaring up with fucking typing. Mm. I I was I was typing a lot earlier, and my my like middle fingers just got so sore. Like you know how when you write, you sure it's not from flipping people off. It could be. Yeah. It could be. But I also cracked this finger a lot, and so I'm starting to think like maybe I'm fucking up my finger. I don't know. But I was typing, and my hands were just like tired. And then I got tired, and then I napped. But like overall, <laughs> this is why you need the schedule. <laughs> this is why you need your to do list. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm screwing up with just my fingers getting tired when I type. It really pisses me off because I want to get it done, but then I get tired and then I fall asleep. I'm also scoring up with the amount of unread emails that David has on his phone. It's like three thousand something, and his reasoning is that he six thousand. He's like, "What if I need him? Well, if you need one of the six thousand emails, it's never been by. Uh, yeah, that's what you told me. You said you're like you don't want to delete them or mark them as read because what if you need them? No, I don't want to delete them because of, that's my new zero. No, that's dumb. Just make it zero. Just literally. I don't like seeing zeros edit. all the way across. Then it makes me feel like a failure. Why? Why does one? That should make you feel unproductive. Because it makes me feel like nobody 6, wants emails. me. I have 6,000 people that want me. Is hey, it sh- Barnes and Noble sh- and, and, <laughs> and I Jiffy want. Lube? I want you, David. Okay. Anyways, that's fine. All love just, here, baby. I appreciate that. I know you do. Jeez, what's your woe, dude? What's my woe, dude? Oh, go to Dalton. I, I can't remember it right now. Dalton, what's your woe, dude? Um... My woe, dude. Let me think. Let me think. I had it. I had it in my head. Um, oh, my woe, dude. Okay. So on TikTok, there's this. I just watched it and it blew my mind. It was this rhino <laughs> running on this highway and he turns around. This this girl's recording. And they're like, babe, babe, move, move, move. And the rhino turns and like, okay, it's probably not going to turn towards them. Turns directly towards their car and is booking straight towards their car. And then just casually goes to the next, goes right next to it and just runs by. But that rhino, like, 
those animals like elk like they yeah. could take out a fucking car like mm-hmm. nobody's business and be going on his merry, merry little way yeah it's wild those things are fucking huge that's crazy matt my woe do this week is that you can have jellyfish as pets i found some guy on tiktok and he has jellyfish legally yeah i mean i don't know it's on tiktok Bro. he has jellyfish as pets and i told monique i sent her the video i said when I have like my office, either at my house or my own office, I want jellyfish. Dude, I want to touch a jellyfish so bad. Dude, I'll let you touch mine. Yeah, I want to. I really just want to feel like what it's and like to get. What's sun. crazy is like the the way that the tank is shaped is so the tentacles don't get caught in the filter. They have like this like one part Whoa. that's a stream, so you'll see the jellyfish. It'll float. It'll come up. It'll come around, and then this, you'll see all of a sudden the the jellyfish will start to just get like pushed down. And there's a, a a a jet that's pushing them down gently, so they don't they never get caught in the filter. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, dude, it's that's crazy. That's really cool. Yeah, dude, jellyfish are dope. Yeah, I think they're some of the most elegant looking creatures. Yeah, but they'll fuck you up. Oh, they'll fucking kill you, dude. Yeah, yeah. I just haven't like when I know. Here's the thing. Sometimes when I know something's gonna hurt me, like I want to just try it, just to just to feel it. Yeah. Um, and I want to go skydiving. But <laughs> we watched that video <laughs> of the Bachelorette. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ba- is she okay? Do we know? I, yeah, she said she was fine. She's fine? Okay, she said right, she was good. fine. What? But there's a TikTok going around the Bachelorette. Oh, did watch this? Yeah, yeah, the Bachelor. Yeah, she like fucking hit that bitch so hard. I was like, oh my god! I, you I see hope her that come the, up and her hair is all over uh, the place. Yeah. yeah, and she goes, I'm fine. My leg hurts, and I was like, your face went in the ground. Her face was face first in dirt. That's rough. They got the makeup team to her before the medic came out. Wait, so why does that get you? Oh, we're not doing stoked. I was like, what is I'm not doing stoked yet. Oh, okay. I just thought about it. Yeah. And it just, it makes me scared. Well, what does get you stoked? Um, Oh, my Python program. I'm Hell really yeah. fucking pumped. It's so, it's it's very, very, very interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, what got me stoked? What about you, Matt? What got you stoked this week? What got me stoked this week? <laughs> You're going to ask yourself the question. Oh, um... I just, I don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot, like just like kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier, but like opportunity is abundant. And I think if you like work from a place of creation as form as like a coming from a spot where or a place of like there's limited resources, I think that, you know, the world tends to look a little different to you. And that just, I just like the idea of like, we can get better every day. Like, I don't know. I've just been high on that. Always room for improvement. But every fucking minute. David, what's getting you stoked this week? Um, I spent all day listening exclusively to music from like middle school. Hell yeah. And it just hits the same. It's, it's so, it's just like a, such a happy time. It's just like such happy. Like it's not a knock on like, that's the only thing you can ever listen to. Cause there's like great music coming out now, but yeah. just it, the feeling, it feels so good to be able to listen to that and just get good vibes off of it. You know, Dude, yeah. good vibes and good time. Love it. That yeah. and uh, the popularity of Guitar Hero will never go away. Oh, dude. Uh, parties. Dude, shouty touty to, that was so fun. to Rachel and David having the, great food and they made us better the video best games. Best four, four course meal. Four courses. Four guys. courses. We had four courses. We relived middle school. We played Guitar Hero and sang and I'm surprised we didn't get a noise complaint from your apartments. Uh, it was great. It was pretty cool because it was like pretty loud and I didn't really feel the need to be quiet. Yeah. So that was nice. Um, I never feel the need to be quiet. It was great. Yeah, it was super, super fun. The house is there. Their apartment is very, it's like perfectly decorated perfectly with Rachel and David. It's mm-hmm. totally them. And um, Rachel did great. And David did great. And D- David has so many fun video games. I felt like I was a little kid again when he brought out his boxes of uh-huh. games. And I all was the like, games going through I literally all? got chills in my body. Yeah, and I was, was like, 
<laughs> oh my god like i don't even know where rps2 games are anymore they're in the garage okay well now i do <laughs> so, but like it was very it was super refreshing and super fun to just like not care and just be in the moment have fun with everybody you know and yeah, was fun. there was nobody that didn't like playing the games like it was everyone just wanted it everybody was thing. involved there was having a good time and then david and rachel have this cool corner with a record player and a piano yeah. and then they like entertained us by playing his music which yeah is, which is i i've never been entertained like that before so it was super I fun for me it. it was great i loved it rachel she's grand the piano david he's david, good i was drunk he was drunk, and, drunk. And, is that excuse and way better than i thought you were gonna yeah be. honestly when yeah. you sat down i was like hey rachel you're gonna you're gonna leave them alone. you're gonna leave them alone over there <laughs> like all right but then i was pleasantly surprised yeah so. yeah but yeah all right if you made it this far into the podcast thank you so much for your time and if you're watching us on youtube go ahead and click the subscribe button here and the bell notification icon there and if this is your first time with us and you've made it this far into the podcast thank you so much and if this is your 68th time with us Thank you so, so much. That's a lot of episodes, dog. Yeah, we've been at this for a little bit now. Uh, but go ahead and follow us on all of our social media platforms at Drum Podcast. And until next week, everybody stay safe. And until then, I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. <laughs> we'll see you guys then. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>